0: Hey there, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. I've talked about how I was healed after dealing with brain damage and a movement disorder for seven years. From this human physical reality point of view, I was sick and then I was healed. But in truth, I wasn't ever really sick, not my true self. The only reason I felt the urge to imagine I was healed was because I first imagined I needed healing. Neville taught that each one of us is God or unconditioned awareness moving through states of consciousness. He said over and over that we are not the bodies that we wear. And in church, I was taught that we are spirit and we'll get new bodies one day when we get to heaven. Now, whether or not you agree with Neville or me about your true nature, maybe you grew up in church and still hold on to those beliefs. That's perfectly fine. I think you'll at least agree that we aren't our bodies that there's something more to it than just these bodies. Sticking with the doctrine I learned in church, if I truly were my body, then I couldn't get that new body that the pastor told me I was getting. When you bring up your childhood memories, who experienced those moments? Think back to when you were a child, your earliest memories of walking around the house, Maybe you can go back farther than that and remember when you were a newborn. Your body was much tinier back then. You're certainly not still in that toddler body, are you? So you can't be the body. When I was six years old, I was with my dad as he was clearing a couple of acres of land, uh, the land we were going to build our house on. I was sitting on his lap as he maneuvered the tractor around the property and I remember the sense of wonder I felt as he described what the house was going to look like. I'll jump back a couple of years earlier when I was four years old. I remember waking up as I was falling face first off the top bunk onto our bedroom floor. I can remember what it felt like when my face hit the floor. And I remember my parents' love as they picked me up and cared for me and tended to my wound on my face. That four-year-old body is gone. So is the six-year-old one. But I remain. My sense of I amness is the one unchanging thing. I'm sure you've heard that we are not our bodies many times. But when it comes down to it, Well, we still have these bodies, right? (laughs) Okay, we're not the body, but my my body's feeling pretty crappy right now. (laughs) I know. The body I identified with that was diagnosed with brain damage, I sure felt that. It was real to me then. The brain surgeon said it was real as well. She saw lesions around the basal ganglia. It was real. From this perspective, this human point of view, real in that particular state of consciousness, unchangeable in that state of consciousness, this is it. Permanent brain damage. Permanent movement disorder that's only going to get worse as more and more muscles start to contract and stay contracted. Permanent. And I would still be sick if I had not changed, moved from that state of consciousness. The true me was never really sick, never really healed either. But in that state, the illness was expressed and experienced in my life. And what we call the healing was expressed and experienced after my change of consciousness. That Change That change from permanent brain damage and a permanent, progressively progressing movement disorder to not having any of those anymore proves to me that I am not this body. Because the one experiencing the symptoms of the brain damage and the movement disorder is the same one experience, experiencing the absence of those symptoms the same sense of beingness, my I amness, the same I that remembers riding on my dad's lap as he mowed bush hogged the grass on our property when I was six years old, that same I that felt the wonders of him explaining to me what the new house was going to look like, and the same I that fell off the top bunk and face planted on the hard floor. That's the one thing that never changes. That sense of awareness behind all of these experiences that moves through these states. The true me never has to be healed because it cannot be harmed. There's freedom in realizing this. Teachers through the centuries have used different similes and metaphors to describe our true nature and what this universe is all about. One of my favorites is that life is a dream. This body through which I experience this world is solid and real in this dream I call my life, just like my body is solid and real in my dreams at night. Both are real. But both are dreams. In my sleeping dream, I experience the passage of time and movement through space. But when I wake up, I realize that what seemed like months or years was really only a few moments or hours in what I call the real world. Last night, I dreamed we moved to a beautiful house on a crystal clear lake. I stood on my front porch in could see our little boat tied to the dock bob up and down as the waves moved against it. As I looked up and around, I saw mountains and felt the cool air blowing in from those ranges. And I remembered, standing there on my porch, I remembered where I had come from. I thought back to our home in Lake Charles. I felt the passage of time and I felt the movement of space. I could feel the distance between the new home and our old home. But then I woke up. Only a dream. (laughs) It really only happened in hardly any time at all from this point of view. You know, years passed and thousands of miles were covered in this dream that felt solid and real. But only a few moments in what we call the, the real world. And this thing we call the real world is a dream. I had the experience of moving through time and space but it's still a dream. It's still a movement within me. This is something that I can say over and over, but it won't do any good. It's something that is known by personal experience. And one way to really get things going to stir the pot is to start using my imagination to change my life and the lives of others. You don't have to accept any of the things I've said already in this episode to get the things you want in life. Not at all. We've been manifesting our entire lives by unknowingly assuming things as true for ourselves and our world. Now, if you accept the premise that imagining creates reality, or if you grew up in church, let's say it this way, whatever you believe, you receive, then what are you doing trying to manipulate things in the outer world before changing what you're imagining or what you are believing for yourself and for others? That verse, uh, I kind of quoted it, Mark eleven 24 doesn't say, whatever you believe, strong arm, coerce, manipulate, force your will on the others to get that thing that you want. <laughs> no whatever you ask for in prayer. In prayer, that Greek word is, it's all about motion. It's made up of two Greek words. The first, motion toward, and the second, to wish. So when you're praying, you're not begging some being outside of you. You're moving an imagination into the feeling of your wish fulfilled. And carry on from that new state. You've imagined it into existence. You've prayed for it. Now believe it. Know it. Live your life knowing that it's done. Even if right around you, everything's telling you it hasn't happened. You know it's happened because you've felt it within you. When I really understood from experience what Neville was saying with You are an immortal being moving through states of consciousness. It lifted a heavy burden from me. I'm not this body in this little identity that I've created. I'm not saddled with all of my mistakes of the past and no longer being led around by circumstances in life, like a horse with a bit in its mouth. I can, by capturing the feeling of a desired state of consciousness, express that state in my life. I go to the end, like Neville says, go to the end, not the means to the end. I don't focus on one way the wish could be fulfilled. Often, I thought I was really at my true end, my wish fulfilled. But what I was really doing was holding on to one or two possible means to the end. The simplest way to find that feeling of the state I desire is to go beyond the moment of fulfillment, that moment of resolution. Get past that. Like someone wanting to be wealthy, and they keep imagining winning the lottery. Get beyond that moment. You're worrying about one possible way your wish could be fulfilled. Drop it. Go straight to the epilogue of your story. Skip the climax and the denouement. It's all done now. Go to that point where you're already living the life you want with no concern for how it all worked out. I know you can do it. But what do you do once you have imagined that state, felt the reality of it, and they're still seeing no evidence of the change, well, stop looking for signs. If you're thinking about how you don't see any change, you're not in the state of your wish fulfilled. You're not. I've had times where even though I knew this, I knew what Neville said. I seemed unable to get back into the state. I was just stuck there. I felt like I was being pulled down into a mire of fear and doubt. (laughs) A few decades ago, a group of my college friends took a swamp tour, not far from here, over in Orange, Texas. There'd been a drought that summer, so a lot of the usual areas covered with water were not. They were flying along, skimming the water on the airboat when the captain of the boat turned into a stand of trees planning to go through them. Well, we came to a point where there was only mud, not enough water in there to keep going. We were stuck. There were six of us in the group, four women, two men. The captain turned to Bob and me and he said, guys, you got to get out of the boat and push us. (laughs) While we were stuck in the mud, we had also run up against a Cypress knee. So we weren't going anywhere unless Bob and I got out and pushed the boat off that cypress knee. I took off my shoes and socks and rolled up my jeans and stepped off the boat and immediately sank down to my knees. I couldn't move. The more I struggled, the deeper I sank. Now, keep in mind, there were alligators all over the place and water moccasins, all kinds of swampy things, swampy critters we had just passed a couple of alligators, one of them over 12 feet and another that was at least 14 feet. So that was on my mind too. I eventually worked myself out of the muck and Bob and I got the boat free from that Cypress knee. But that feeling of helplessness is what I felt sometimes when I'm confronted with so many reasons why my wish can't be fulfilled. All of the symptoms and circumstances that are shouting, You're a failure, Mike. You're a failure. (laughs) It's time for the first principle. Be still and know that I am God. Be still. Relax. Loosen your grip. And remember who you really are. I know there's no reason to fight circumstances. I brought those circumstances to me. No one else did it. No one and nothing comes to me unless the Father, my imagination, calls him. So the state I am in brings about all the things I'm experiencing. No need to fight what I've created. No good to struggle against it. A couple of years before I found Neville, I was in a very broken state. And I went to a Catholic men's weekend retreat. There was a song that we sang every evening. It's called, Word of God Speak. I love that song, even today. When I heard the first part of the first verse, I just melted. I felt so much built-up fear and doubt and condemnation just dissolve instantly, as if it never existed. I didn't know that I was experiencing a sudden shift into a new state of consciousness, but that's what was happening. That song starts out, I'm finding myself at a loss for words. And the funny thing is, it's okay. I'm not going to sing it, (laughs) but it's okay. It's all okay. Everything I'm feeling. And everything I'm feeling about the feelings I'm feeling, (laughs) every frustration, every little thought of doubt, every embarrassing moment that I think matters, it's okay. Every reason you think you can't be the person you want to be, it doesn't matter. And the fact that you've thought it mattered for all these years, that doesn't matter either. Like the song says, it's okay. Sometimes, even now, when I notice I'm reacting to circumstances, that song comes to mind and I can hear uh, the divine brotherhood singing within me. It's okay. It's okay that I'm feeling frustrated and doubtful. It doesn't mean I'm a failure. It doesn't mean you're a failure. You cannot fail, even when it sure seems like you have. The only reason you think you have failed is because you believe you have failed. You're in a state of consciousness that has you tripping over your own feet. But you, your true nature, cannot fail. I got an email earlier today The woman asked me about what to do when all of the feelings Uh, And symptoms, all of these things in the world that say we're not where we want to be. What do we do when we have those feelings? And she described a mental cloudiness that comes over her when she's thinking about all of the reasons why she can't or why she isn't successful in bringing about a change in her life. Be the first principle without trying to fight those feelings, without trying to fight anything. Be still. Let that mental fog just be there. It won't go away by fighting it. Be still and be in no hurry. And let love bubble up from within you. That's what I do. I don't have to finagle it or work it up, get into some weird state to find love within me. Love is always here. It's our true nature. So I let love break the surface on its own. And I let the feeling of love saturate me. My thoughts and my feelings of frustration and failure. All of it. And that mental cloudiness dissipates as I sit there being this beautiful silence, this love that I am. And when I'm ready, that's when I move. I'll pick up from there in my next episode. Hey, by the way, this is for the ladies. Rose, Dr. Rose over at rosylife.com is holding a leading ladies academy. She'll be talking about trusting yourself, loving your body, relationships, and your relationship with money. Ladies only for this one. If you're interested, check it out at rosylife.com. I love you, I'm feeling twisty.